0: Good morning, everybody. How are you all doing? Welcome to Good Vibes of Jason B. A Broad Minds and More podcast. Today is January 10th. It is 2019. It's probably episode, season two, episode five or six. I'm not really totally counting, but I know I'm within that range. And we're going to talk a little bit about parenting. And I was listening to Project Mindset. And he was kind of like breaking it down of uh, fatherhood. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that was like, everything that he said was true so we're gonna capitalize on what he was saying and I'm gonna give you real-life examples of why it's important to get along with your ex or significant other you know and, and and so on and so forth so I come from a generation of the 1970s I'm a product of my parents met during the Vietnam era um, my dad happened to be in the army met my mom on the east coast visiting his sister and so on and so forth my parents got married pretty young i mean my mom was really young probably in her in her teens maybe she's 18 but you know my mom had me at a reasonable age and my mom gave herself to this man who you know projected himself to be upstanding he was on leave from the army you know and you know, it, the times were the, the times were what they were, and, that, and that's just one of the things. And you know, as a product of that time, a lot of people were self-medicating, getting into drugs, getting into heroin, marijuana, cocaine, you name it. My father probably did it or, or uh, you know, uh, experimented with it. And that's not to limit to anything else, you know. But because of that. Um, my parents, they just, they were propelled into situations they weren't ready for. And part of the problems that, that created problems for me were uh, cultural differences, uh, values, ethics, beliefs, and just straight up giving up. So what it did was, I mean, my father stopped being really active and, and participating in my life because his drug abuse got out of hand and he ended up moving in with his mom and his dad and still lives with my grandmother to this day. I, my dad has not lived anywhere else since that point. So, um, and that's just a little bit of a background. So it created this this empty nest, you know, uh, piece that I needed, my brother needed, my sister needed. We needed a man in our lives not just our mother, you know, because leaving all your responsibilities on one person to raise you, to show you to be, and give you a little guidance so that you'll have a healthy choice in your life is a big, big deal. Let me tell you, it is a huge thing, and I can say for one, yes, I admit, I have three kids, three separate moms, and I'll tell you what, um, when my first two kids and i didn't get along with the moms i had a lot of anger and i and so did they the relationship didn't go the way that it should have um, you know there was lies there was deceit there was just ill feelings between the both of us but those generations of of us that were in those kinds of relationships we could blame our parents and how we came up but we really have to look at and accept more of the responsibility of those choices. And that's what I really want to get down to, the nitty and gritty of it. And how it can reflect on your current situation of how you're a parent today. You know, when we meet people and we want a relationship, we are seeking security to do and live a life of comfort, joy, um, thrill-seeking, Um securities and all this other stuff now each of us men and women have different values and it doesn't really matter where you come from because at the center point of us all you want that feeling of joy when you're doing this and when you're in the relationship and you are having being lovey-dovey you're having sex you're having deep conversations going and doing fun things it's all great but then when you have a child the dynamics completely change because the value system becomes not about you two, it becomes more about one person, <clears throat> so to speak. A lot of times, and that's child. <clears throat> and I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, I see and I have been through where one person has taken the brunt of not just nurturing financial responsibility, or spiritual guidance, uh, social intelligence, social value, social maturity, and immaturity, and one of the things that me and my girlfriend was talking about not too long ago, we were talking about how, you know, sometimes people carry on certain habits and patterns, generations, generation-wise, and I really didn't think about that until probably a couple years ago when my grandmother from the East Coast came to visit and I watched before my eyes I watched my mom clash with my grandma and my mom would probably still does to this day if I if I even say the word that she's a lot like her they, they do a lot of the same things, they, they behave the same way, they handle their problems the same way, but it really bothered me that my mom was like so vicious to my grandmother, and my grandmother really wasn't promoting something bad, I mean, yeah, she talks a lot, but um, to get down to the knit and gritty of it all, it's, you know, they do the same things, and then as I started to notice, as I got with my girlfriend, my girlfriend would point out, like, you know, when I would tell her about my problems and stuff, she's all, babe, you're acting too much like a victim, and I see where it's coming from, and she's all, I'm not trying to disrespect you, but, you know, it kind of comes from a, a pattern, you know, maybe you've been living in this, you've been taught this, and, you know, like any guy, I'm gonna reject, like, who the fuck are you telling me about how I was raised? You don't know. You know automatically defensive but i i kind of like put that little thought on the shelf and it kind of gave me some time i had it took some long time to think about this and to get down to it it was like one of the formations of why i wanted to live the straight and narrow path i wanted to live the examples that none of my kids or i could be the like the the poster child of this is not the way we're gonna live you know and that attitude was propelled on me, basically like my mom was like really hard on me and hoping that my example would rub off on my brother and sister. And it did and it didn't. My brother and sister, we're like night and day. I mean, my brother and sister, they party, got into trouble, did things, and you know, they have a different lifestyle. Me, I'm career based and career minded. So that I could have certain comforts in my life. And my family, it's not to say they're not. But their path has been just much different than mine in that respect. And, you know, I applaud them. They both are married. They're both happy. They have kids. They, they've they done a good job for the most part in my mind. And But there are things that... You know, like I was telling you about my grandma and my mom, they're just passing down from one generation to the other. And so it I can't help but think where all this wounds came from. You know, no one likes to, to really admit their damage, but at some point you gotta face the music. You know that means you actually have to listen and be engaged without being offended, you know what I mean? Because I think that's a a big problem for my generation, uh, the last generation, and maybe even now, but I'm starting to see that millennials are changing that direction and looking to like, look, we got to quit this pattern of, you know what, you fucked up, you left me, you cheated on me, and now I'm going to remind my kids why you're such a bad person and why da-da-da-da, but yet you still want them to be the parent, want them to step up regardless of your feelings, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, one of the things that my mom would do would be, is that my mom would bring up things of the past, like, you know, why uh, she did not like how my grandmother partied, you know, or um, how my grandfather may have beat her in front of her, um, or you know, never resolving, why did you prefer one kid over me, why did you take care of one, but it's like, in the same manner, she kind of repeated the cycle, you know, and I almost did too, you know, Um, and that's, that's the deal, it's like, one of the things you got to notice is like, if you're not taking account for your actions and the results, then you cannot blame anyone, really. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and what you did. Like one of the stupidest things I ever did in my life, and I'm gonna admit this, is um, when my oldest, me and her mom didn't get along, and we lived two sides of the state. I live in California, Northern California, and her mom lives and her lives in Southern California. And I used to say, okay, when we can get past this bullshit, my daughter will want to get to know me. Like when she's starting to get teens. But what I didn't count on was the absence of me not being there often and making promises that I could not produce, you know, I could not, you know, make. My daughter developed a resentment towards me. And I'll be honest with you, the last time I've seen my 22-year-old Alina, um was when she was 12 years old. Um, and uh, it was when my daughter, Annabella, was probably a month old. And... She resented the hell out of her sister, she resented me, Um, Alina needed my love, and not my discipline, you know, and, you know what, it doesn't work like that, you cannot, I'll tell you right now, if any of you guys are listening, there is no amount of money, there's no amount of toys, there's no amount of things that you can do, other than spend time with your kid, I'm going to be real about this. You have to build a connection and bond. And me and my ex, her mom, my oldest's mom, used to fight about that. She's all, you have no connection. You have no... How can you even begin? And see, she was fighting me on something we really should have been agreeing about. And then instead of worrying about our personal pride and our position, but like, what can, how can we build this better bond? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can we create you know, the filler of the hole, how can we make resolutions and solutions for our feelings, and, you know, she'll probably tell you, you know, if she ever came on the show to tell you, oh, you know, I just moved on, I found me someone else, and I didn't, I couldn't count on me, you know, but I didn't realize what she was going through, and she didn't realize what I was going through, but no matter the case, the one in the middle that suffered the most was my oldest, and, um, Alina, if you're listening, I love you, and you always have a place at my table, you know what I'm saying, so, uh, you know, and that's really, in the last four years, since I've been with my girlfriend now, you know, has made me, like, recognize there is a problem, you know what I'm saying, like, there is an issue, and and she doesn't want to be a part of that cycle, she wants to do the best she can for her daughter our daughter you know and she has a son from a a, a marriage and I have to give them credit somehow they figured out get along be the best teammates we just can't cohabitate together as a couple and that right there is a huge deal because I'll be honest with you most of us and our pride gets in the way of that and I am no exception to the rule you know I mean, I put so much value on my relationship that it just wasn't going anywhere. You know what I mean? And it was hard to look in the mirror before I could even tell my girl what's up or criticizing or whatever else. So, what Project Mindset was, I think the beautiful thing is before you put your kids into a position to play each other, You know, each of you, like, oh, dad's not doing this, or oh, mom's not doing this. You know, you gotta look at how you can build your child to be the most beautiful, accountable person they possibly can be. And what he said on his episode was one of his, uh, I guess, mentors or people that he looked up to as a father. He said he, the guy, basically told him, "Love your children as Jesus would love you." You know, and. If you really understand what that means, and I'm not talking about just to get caught up in religion of what kind of religion or what kind of faith exactly. This is what it basically means. Love your child so much that the pain and the anguish are only pin drops. Pin drops in the noise that they'll ever hear. So next to nothing you know get them to focus get your kids to focus on the present the now because I'll tell you what in the future in the present to, to now future our kids are going to have to compete with things that we never had to we're talking robots we're talking machines we're talking AI artificial intelligence that will try to do the thinking for us and according to an analytics and habits that people have done or studies um Your kids are going to have to learn how to be creative. So going to that point is you're going to have to teach them how to be creative. The new uh, expensive schools are not worried about teaching your kids how to use an iPad or a computer or how to type or how to navigate through technology. No, they're doing that later in years. Like the rich of the rich... They want their kids to, uh, to learn how to be creative and love within themselves because that's going to create that, that mindset where their value is not determined on a dollar value or a house or a position in life. It's going to teach them to go beyond that. And that's what we own as human beings. And that's something we really need to understand. So one of the things that I tell you as I'll tell you as a parent right now, Man or woman, if you have a disagreement with your significant other, if you're not even with them anymore, put that shit aside, and I really do mean put that shit aside, and look at the problem you're making with yourself and that person is going to come out through your kid. So, I say, excuse my French, but shut the fuck up. With your problems, solve it or don't solve it, but don't bring it to your house no more. Don't bring it in your attitude. No matter what. If if the other parent isn't stepping up, okay, okay. You will be taken care of one way or the other. Because it is a privilege to raise children. I cannot reiterate that enough, people. It is an honor to raise your kids. It is not an entitlement. It is not a guarantee. Because I know parents that work full-time jobs careers they spend 15 hours in the office they spend countless hours on the road and the only time they get to spend with their kids is maybe on the weekend and an hour to two hours at night and those kids have problems they have a, they're attaching to friends they're attaching to other people they're attaching to drugs they're attaching to all these bad shit and they don't even know who they are so it's kind of like being in a part of the lost generation so to help us create a better current situation is that you got to learn how to put your crap down no matter what it is because if you can't figure it out find help you being accountable 100% of the time is going to matter way more than anything you're ever going to buy your kid that means their their college education their cars uh, a house you know because like I said those those examples I see other people raising other people's kids all they needed was being present. And this is why I try so hard, like my daughter Annabella, my 11-year-old. I go to countless swim practices. I talk to her on a daily basis. I give her lessons and examples of learning how to conserve, how to feel great with what you have and not be in the want. Teaching your kids how to save and being happy, just content with what they have and not being attached to you on a tablet, a TV, a show, a commercial of what they have to get because that's a continuum of a problem. If we're always in want, we're in someone else's pocket. How much have you borrowed or levied against yourself to give them that or give yourself that and find out that you're so unhappy with the crap that you bought? I just recently got rid of a whole bunch of junk things I was holding on to for years and I'll tell you what looking around my room it's a lot cleaner there's a little bit of clutter but I'm gonna pick that up and get that taken care of and that's why in my other episodes I was talking about you know to declutter your life you want to make 2019 or your present life a better situation well look at what you got right now if the kids don't know how to do that because they're following the example that they're shown. So my daughter was like looking at me like, whoa, dad, your room is hella clean. It's not all messed up. It's not all cluttered. Dad, you're being a lot more cool. You're not mad at me. You're not yelling at me. My kids said that to me. And let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that is an eye opener. If you find yourself yelling and disciplining more than loving and encouraging you might as well before you take that belt to that child or beat them or slap them or spank them or yell at them you might as well go into a room and beat the living shit out of yourself because you're the example you are no one else and if you give your kids to your parents or your sisters brothers cousins to raise, you are the only one to blame and is perfectly responsible for that you want your kids to grow to be fruitful, you got to be fruitful. It doesn't matter how much money you make. It doesn't matter how much time you spend somewhere else for the sacrifice. If you're going to sacrifice, sacrifice wisely. I cannot tell you that any more perfectly than that. If you're married and you are fighting with your significant other and you are holding on to shit and judging them it's gonna come out in your kids they're gonna do the same thing to somebody else so you got to learn as single parents or couples love each other love yourself love your kids give them love more than objects give them not your pain not your habits not your resolve for why you've been the way you've been Look to constantly better yourself. Shape yourself in improvements. Make a better version every day. Now, there are some times we're just going to fall. There's some days I don't feel I can keep it up. That's granted. That's understandable. But what's left is, is if you get back up. Get right back up. Because your fruit, your legacy is dependent on that. Well, that's all the time I have for Good Vibes with Jason B. Thank you so much for listening. If you are listening to Apple iTunes, please leave me a rating or a comment or a description of what you thought of my show today. Uh, if you are at anchor.fm, I highly encourage you to join anchor.fm. If you are not a member, you can call in, leave me a voicemail, and let me know how what you think about all this. You can leave an applaud, let me know who you are if you want, if you choose. But just by listening... Thank you so much. If you're listening by any other means which a podcast is distributed, whether it be Google Play, Spotify, Pocket Cast, uh, Podbeam, uh, Radio Public, Spreaker, whatever it is, thank you so much. Keep listening. I've got lots of great material for Season 2. And until the next time.